0: I'm Jordan Ferguson,
1: and I'm Kit McKinnon,
0: and you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. What's up, Geeky Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two friends sit in front of microphones and discuss the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson,
1: and my name is Caitlin McKinnon,
0: <laughs>
1: who happens to be uh, unwell at the moment. Friends,
0: we're both a little rough today.
1: I, I for have,
0: reasons we did and did not have control over, Caitlin's reasons. I, have she had the flu. no control over. I have the flu. Jordan put his body through trials. Thank We'll dis- we'll discuss it in a minute, but
1: oh, I was gonna say every so often Jordan forgets how old he is. Every so often,
0: <laughs> Jordan refuses to believe how old he is. More on that in a minute. This show's old.
1: It, it's pretty old.
0: There's like, what is it was like seventy three. This 72? is
1: episode seventy four. What? No, it's no, not. no. It's seventy three. Seventy no, three. It's not. It's seventy
0: three. No, this is episode seventy three. It's still old. We're old. We can't remember what episode it is. If you want to verify, there's an easy way you can do that by going back and looking at all of our episodes through primarily two methods
1: uh, soundcloud.com forward slash geek pod.
0: That's one way. All our episodes are there. You, if you follow us on there, you will get a notification every time a new episode goes live as well. If while you're there, you see a little button that says subscribe, it you tap take, that. It will take you to
1: Apple podcast,
0: not iTunes,
1: not iTunes, Apple podcast,
0: get the branding, right? Apple podcast. While you're there, if you haven't left us a rate and review already, you can do that. It takes two seconds. Tap a little four star, a little five star, what That'd be great.
1: You? We'd be really happy about that.
0: And then that takes you literally half a second. And then while you're there, you can click subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And that's the last thing you have to do. That's it. You got the flu. You're sick. You're tired. You're achy. You're like, but man, I got to get that episode of Geek Down. Fuck that. No, you don't. It'll you know,
1: come to you.
0: You know who's going to bring it to you?
1: Chauncey, the Geek Down Internet elf. Yeah. And he's going to do it, and he might even bring you like a warm drink or a cold cloth for your head, some some Advil, some cold aspirin, comp,
0: cold compress. He might bring me some some energy drink,
1: though. Some
0: some sport drink,
1: though. To be honest, I mean, it's a big job hauling all those all those podcasts around.
0: There's a lot of them.
1: Um, but he he manages to do it in an instant, and it shows up, and it's there, and you don't have to do anything.
0: Like Hermione's sack was based on Chauncey's satchel, so he's just got ample ample room in there.
1: Um, I think you mean Hermione's uh, sack is uh, based on many things, including a bag of holding from D anD. d You know what? This
0: is not the this is not the day, Caitlin.
1: <laughs> I'm sick. I'm allowed to talk about whatever I want. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, uh, friends, Caitlin's sick. I don't think she's going to have much. In, are you going to have much in the way of chit-chat today? We didn't discuss it. No. You just lied around being sick.
1: I lied around. I, I wanted to do more. I wanted to... I was like, I'm sick. I'll watch some stuff. And then I passed out cold for like four hours in the middle of the day. I was actually off Friday as well from work. And Friday, I thought I just had a bad cold. I would coughed all night. Uh, I was really congested. Um, so it was between like I would cough for like 15 minutes and then I'd blow my nose a lot and then cough again I was like, oh, this is a bad cold. And then I woke up Saturday morning and I was in so much body pain, like just soreness. And I, I know why the body does that. I could have an a internal <laughs> medicine moment with Caitlin McKinnon.
0: Why the body do that?
1: Um, it's because uh, during the day you get something called micro tears in your, uh, well, you don't because you do too much, but you get micro tears in your muscles and usually your white blood cells. Oh, this is
0: for people who like sit at a desk all day.
1: No, it's just in general, like as a person being in the world, you're, you get micro tears and usually your white blood cells, uh, stitch you up basically and like make everything all good. But your white blood cells have been like called to the front line to battle whatever virus you've got. So they all leave and they're like, we're going to fight the bad stuff. But your muscles are like, Hey, what about me? (laughs) But micro tears. (laughs) Micro tears. Um, and your body also, the, the, your blood, um, makes everything inflamed i don't know why they do this i, I didn't get that far into the article I, like i said i passed out for four hours um <clears throat> but and so everything's extra inflamed and tense and not being healed So that's why fun facts with caitlin
0: dope um, my week at work continued to be stupid so by the time we hit friday and i worked five in a row i think i went to bed around was that thing where like well i should sleep you know, at night. So to avoid passing out completely and then staying up all night, maybe I should like, you know, have a nap from like 12 to 4 or something. Right. Like, you know, get up and and do some stuff around the house and then, you know, go to bed like a normal person. Or sometimes you don't do that and then your body goes, you know what? We're just going to sleep for 17 hours. How about that? Oh
1: my God. I think I
0: passed out around 4 in the afternoon. Woke up around 11. A.M.? No, P.M. Oh. But that's still like Seven hours by that point. Looked around and went, well, I'm going to watch TV in the middle of the night. So uh, so I'll watch like two episodes of this one thing with headphones on. And then, uh, yeah, let's just go back to bed. Woke up again at like six.
1: Well, they do say that sleep deprivation is worse than the heroin addiction. Is it? Yeah.
0: So that was my Friday. And then I woke up at the crack of dawn and uh, ended up watching all of a thing that we'll talk about later in the show. And uh, then went out... To chase the reason why I'm so effing sore right now, because it was Footprints at the Rivoli last night here in Toronto, which is a dance party that happens, it's one of the oldest dance parties in Toronto, I think. They've been doing it for like 10 years almost. Wow. Um, If not longer, and it happens in the back room at the Rivoli, and it is DJed by Jason Palma and General Eclectic, I believe his name is, and it's like, I say to people, you know, people who think like, Jordan, you know so much about music. Mm Mm-hmm. I go to Footprints. I know thirty percent of the songs they play. It's just like funk, soul, breakbeats, reggae, soca, Afrobeat, Brazilian. That's why.
1: That's when when people tell me like there are some people who are like, oh, you know a lot about literature, and I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> no, I don't.
0: <laughs> there um, are
1: people I know who know about literature, and I know, like you said, maybe twenty percent of what they know.
0: Yeah, I was keeping. A, I was keeping a count last night. And yeah, definitely like a. Definitely 30% of the songs. And uh, it was also the, I believe it was the after party to the Toronto break-in convention. The vibe of this party, which I love, my friend Vesna got me up on it a while back. It's mad cheap for Toronto. It's like, you know, five bucks to get in before 11. Oh my god, that's a steal. Um, But it's like, nobody knows the music they're playing. You are just there to dance. You're not there to get up on you're not women can feel cool about going and dancing and if they want to wear it's gonna get mad hot so if they want to wear like no pants and a bra no dude's gonna be like oh maybe let me buy you a drink like no we're just because all the dudes are there to dance too like we're just there to dance and it's really like welcome and inclusive and like you, you want to know the only place in toronto where a homeboy will like undo his shirt because it's so hot
1: uh it would be there
0: it would be there Wow. I had an undershirt on. I had like a sleeveless undershirt on underneath, but still t- take, take a lot for homeboy to be <laughs> like, it is too hot in here. This shirt is coming open.
1: Um, a lot, I, a lot
0: of jumping around, a lot of my knees, my,
1: <laughs> your knees, old my knees, my, knees,
0: my <laughs> back, my neck and my back.
1: Um, as I was saying, so I wanted to do all this stuff and I was like, I'm sick. This is a perfect day to just like stay inside, watch things. But then I kept on passing out and being too sick. And I was like, maybe at some point if I feel better, I'm going to clean. <laughs> 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 uh, no, that's uh, the room looks like someone has been sick in there for two weeks. <laughs> like it's there's just like Kleenexes everywhere. There's several different types of medicine. Um, props to uh, see correspondent, Chris. He is a fantastic doctor and bought me all of all of the drugs. Um, probably some drugs i didn't even need he was just like here have everything uh he has made it so have this
0: hemorrhoid cream i don't need, I need that
1: just in case um he's made it so that i am in any way shape or form here today <laughs> like otherwise i would have just been a snotty mess
0: nasally or or not yeah sound like sound like ad rock
1: i sound like Ad rock a little bit <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So we don't
0: have much by way of chit-chat, friends. I'm, I'm no. broken. we right.
1: This is going to be a, a short episode.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm broken. Caitlin's sick.
1: My throat's going to give out in any moment.
0: So she can't talk that much. So let's uh, let's get moving through some of this stuff. Um, there, there are some stories of the day worth discussing, not the least of which is that the Han Solo movie has imploded, apparently.
1: Um, imploded and...
0: I mean, it's fine. De-imploded.
1: But- well... So, the, the news, before we get into it, the news is is that um, the Han Solo uh, standalone film lost it lost its directors. Yes. So, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, best known for the gen, j, 21 jump, jump Street and the Lego movie, left due to creative differences. They even put in their little, like, message, we hate to use the cl- cliche creative differences, but that's really what it was about. We thought the cast and crew were fantastic. We loved working on it, but we need to leave. That is really scary. <laughs> or it's not, depending on what side you're on.
0: Um, It wouldn't be even a story if it happened before a frame of film had been shot. But they are like oh, yeah. months deep into principal photography. On Well,
1: this. see, that's that's part of the problem. So the first thing is, is it creative differences as uh, because Disney is being very protective and they want to make sure that the Han Solo film doesn't get too dark? (laughs) Ding, ding. Or is it they're they're just doing some things that they don't like? But like you said, why wouldn't they have caught this during the, you you know, during the script or the, uh, oh, what's that thing where they put, they kind of sketch an outline of how the shots are going to look and
0: storyboarding.
1: Storyboarding. Like, how could they not catch that then?
0: And these dudes are known properties. It's not like, you know, yeah. they, they they have been out there. They have made their bones. You know what you knew what you were getting when you brought them in. Absolutely. So, why bring them in and then just decide you don't want what they bring?
1: Yeah. And then the other thing is like you said, they've shot all this film and I don't know of a movie really where they've changed directors and it's ended up not seeming weird, if that makes any sense, mm. like things don't quite aren't quite the same. Um, however, they have brought in ron howard who is a class act you know sure but he's also very safe i think in a way um so we'll see what we get but for all of those who you know love han solo this is very worrying i never even thought they should make a standalone han solo film um leave that to like the books and the shorts and stuff but i you know we'll see what happens We'll see what happens. The
0: the closest thing we have to a reason is a is a story packed with innuendo on Variety that came out on June twentieth, basically saying that they were it was the repeated clashing with both uh, screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan and uh, head of Lucasfilm Kathleen Kennedy that were the, the catalyst to them like being mm, nope.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's a problem if it's a clash with the screenwriter because. I understand that directors, you know, have their own way of doing things, but if your screenplay gets approval and the directors start making all kinds of changes, that can be an actual problem, right? Because we know that Disney is very control. well, Star Wars especially, they're very controlling of that
0: product. Oh, it's the probably, yeah, it definitely beats Marvel as far as like, you know, the thing that Disney, in Disney's portfolio that brings them in the most money. Yeah. Probably definitely Star Wars. Yeah, Marvel might be a close second at this point, but Um,
1: the screenwriter. What did you say the screenwriter's name was again?
0: Lawrence Kasdan. Hold on a sec. He did Empire. He goes back to. He goes way, way, way back in the day. A source in this Variety anonymous source in this story that ran on Variety said, "Quote: Kathy, her team, and Larry Kasdan have been doing it their way for a very long time. They know how the cheese is made, and that's how they want it made. It became a very polarizing set. So the way that Lord and Miller." Made their cheese did not apparently complement the cheese making Lucasfilm was accustomed to.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I really, I'm I'm glad it's sort of kind of an amicable split. Um, kind of, but yeah. I, I still wish that they could have worked out their problems.
0: And I mean, I heard an interesting take, and it's kind of what how I thought of it, but I didn't phrase it this well, you know, internally when I was talking about it with with friends. When I heard, because like like cast photos were already coming out. Yeah, you know, like we saw Phoebe Waller Bridge and all of them, and what I don't, who's who the hell's playing Han Solo?
1: Uh, I can't remember his name, but sure. he's been in some stuff. <laughs> he's
0: been in some stuff, and like Woody Harrelson, Donald, and all these people, are like it's hey, chilling out, laughing, having a good time, and that's yeah. what we wanted from that movie. Lord Miller, they're super fun. Yeah. Jump Street Drum Jump Street, Jump Streets were great. This is going to be the most fun, fun Star, Star Wars, Wars, Wars movie film. ever. Whoops! Turns out, yeah, <laughs> apparently we can't have fun, <laughs> or at least not that kind of fun.
1: Or there wasn't enough fun? I don't
0: think Lord Miller, I've ever. I don't know. Suffered from a lack of fun. Although I did hear somebody say Jump Street was like three jokes strung into a movie.
1: (laughs) That's uh, kind of a good way to put it. Though I did love the Lego movie. I thought the Lego movie was genius.
0: Still haven't seen it. What? What?
1: I'm writing this down.
0: (laughs) On the list. I don't have an aversion to seeing the Lego movie. It hasn't come up.
1: You have issues. (laughs) With mainstream movies. I don't
0: think about movies. They're not like, this is a topic for another day, but like movies are not, Unless I listen to a lot of podcasts. I know a lot of people that are like, movies, the magic of cinema, like that's their thing. That's mm-hmm. the, how they, that's how they want their pop culture. I don't care. I don't care about seeing something on a big screen in a darkened room. Uh, it's, it's never been a magical thing for me. Like, just don't care.
1: Just, it's just strange, <laughs> the, man. Disgust on her face <laughs> right now. <laughs> Such an odd weird little man <laughs> Disgust me what's wrong with you um yeah but I th- yeah I kind of said what I had to say about the Han Solo is that I don't even think it should have been made but though I have to say Donald Glover super happy he's in it m- makes me very happy um
0: Donald's probably like this is why I don't do mainstream this is why I'm walking away from mainstream shit lately yeah Although he did make his first appearance in a Spider-Man trailer, I saw that. Yes, I saw that briefly. As well.
1: um, but yes, there, there, there is that. Um, but other than that, I'm not really like. I know people who are super psyched. I'm like, eh, eh. But now I'm kind of like, how do you how do you take a, a specific vision from the first half of a movie and make it cohesive? With a secondary vision for the latter half of the movie, right? Yeah, I don't
0: know. I mean, Ron Howard's done interviews, apparently, so I'm seeing on Google. I have not read any of them because I don't care enough. Um, but I mean, it will be fine. The movie was, I think they said they had like four weeks left. Like, it was two-thirds filmed. Like, yeah. He's, there's not a lot, even if he wanted to, there's not a lot he can really, mm-hmm. short of, you know, you'd have to scrap the whole thing and start from scratch. Yeah, and you can't do that because
1: it's actor, just too much. Actors money. have
0: contracts and scheduling and things like that. Yeah, um, so you got to make it work. So I mean, they're going to make it work, and they'll hopefully they can manage the tones. But again, I, I'm, and, I'm speaking on behalf of people that are not me. Like,
1: and you know what? So much of it is editing. So, like the first two Star Wars movies, the only reason they're any good is because, and I hate that I don't remember her name, but she was Lucas's wife at the time. Mm. She edited them.
0: And it's a phrase I've heard a lot, especially even about um, Force Awakens, is like finding the movie in the editing bay. Yeah. Like just where you just filmed all this shit and you didn't really know how you were going to string it together until you like... Oh. Doesn't seem like, doesn't seem like the best way to go about making a movie, but...
1: It, it happens all the time. And so much of it is editing. And that's why there are a lot of problems with director's cuts. <laughs> <laughs> because directors sometimes don't know how to edit movies. Nope. And it's not good. Not good at all. No one needs a nine no, it's like twelve hours of Lord of the Rings. How many
0: versions of Blade Runner are going to come out in my lifetime? So many. So many.
1: Alright, well moving on. Um speaking of uh other big blockbustery things. Uh huh. Wonder Woman. We've talked a lot about Wonder Again? Woman. Again? Yes, what I is, know. What
0: is left to talk about Wonder? I just Woman?
1: I thought this was a really interesting story. So the character of the chief in the movie. Uh, is is introduced and initially is introduced
0: sp- this is one of her band of howling commandos that she yes, has
1: yes yes I love that they use the marvel <laughs> <laughs> terminology um, he is introduced and initially when they speak to each other they speak to each other in um, one of the well the blackfoot language mm-hmm. um, which is called uh, Siksika. and it's the only time it's not subtitled um, as a language and he introduces himself as a demigod by the name of Nappy um which is also known as Old Man and who is a cultural hero trickster god and creator god um for in the for the for the Blackfoot um so apparently they just kind of wrote in this cool demigod character and, uh, and oh, and that's the other big thing. So she's, of all the characters she meets, the first time she meets the chief, she's the only one. She, she shakes his hand only. Mm. And there's some talk about, like, that's why. It's because he introduces himself as this demigod. Um, which I just think is really cool. Also, that they kind of did it as, like, an inside thing for Blackfoot fans.
0: Deep cuts.
1: Yeah. I think that's cool when, you know, directors just, like, sprinkle things in. <laughs>
0: Sprink- yeah, <laughs> you, sprinkle you, things. you missed in. the gesture she was giving for that sprinkling
1: sprinkling it's like the sprinkling salt the guy <laughs>
0: listen <laughs> him or dj khaled i don't know who infuriates me more
1: <laughs> um salt guy's not that bad because it's just funny dj khaled is everywhere all the time and <laughs> dj khaled
0: bro what do you do what do you do i know it's such a lame thing to like even complain about but like what does he do he doesn't produce any of the music I don't know. He's, a, he's like a director. Is he a he, director? He just commissions it. Oh. Yeah, basically. I think that's what he does. I think he just...
1: Maybe he also just sprinkles things into stuff. Hey,
0: here, here's here's a brain buster. Put Rihanna on your song. It'll probably be a hit. Whoa! It's true.
1: Way the best music! So there's this song... Okay, I'm going to be honest here. Some new music I know about. Ooh, a lot gra- of it grandma's I Grandma's going
0: to ask about new pop songs.
1: Uh, so,
0: yes, Nana. there's
1: a... A Spanish song that apparently Justin Bieber is on. What is? Was it a song, and then Justin Bieber's like, "I'm going to redo this song." I
0: think so, or it was like a remix. He wanted to hop on or something. I'm I'm exposing my own cultural ignorance because I don't know exactly what it's called. It's called Despa Despa something. Despacita. Despacito. Despacito. And yes, there was a remix. Is by. uh, Louis Fonzie and Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee still getting that reggaeton money. Good for you. <laughs> and yes, I guess Beebs decided he wanted part of that and hopped on it. I don't know if he was commissioned or if he just decided he wanted to do it. Uh, the hysterical thing was then later on he like he would like try to perform it, but he doesn't know any of the words. Like wow, like he literally, I think one time saying like empanada churro, like he just <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep.
1: Amazing. Because I like the original version of the song, but then I saw some notes and some people being like, where's the Biebs? And I was like, why is the Beebs here? The Biebs isn't Spanish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keska the Biebs. No. no, only um, a pot de Biebs.
1: Casca the Biebs? That's French. You know, it's French. Know. Okay. All right. Just just double, double checking. Yep. Um, yeah. So, hey, I put some more chit chat in. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just threw it in there. Friends,
0: we got some more chit-chat. Well, this may be chit-chat worthy. It starts as a news item, but when I mentioned it to Caitlin, (laughs) as we were prepping before we started recording, it seemed like there was a lot more, maybe some chit-chat related uh, anecdotes to this. Uh, Kate. Yeah? Recently announced. Uh-huh. I was waiting for it. Guess what's coming back for a third season?
1: What? Food Wars! Ah, yes. So.
0: Friends, to catch you up, Food Wars is, ah, did I bring it? I brought it to you, right? Is it an yeah. early thing I gave to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave it to Caitlin. It was one of the first shows I got that I w- was watching when I really dove back into to anime watching. Um, it's basically a shonen about cooking. And it takes the cooking part of it, like, really seriously. Like, you will learn things about food Yes, you're watching this. It also has elements of what they call ecchi, which is pervy shit. Which means oh. it's got a lot of fan service. Oh, and it it does. means the food is so good, your clothes explode. And you go like, mm, And there's, like, juices that explode from...
1: Or honey that, like, runs Parts down. of you
0: all over the place. Yeah. Um, and I think I knew. I wondered. I gave it to Kate wondering if, like, the food elements and the cooking would, like, save it. Right. Um, did not at the time. No. Did later.
1: It was. Okay. So, I don't even remember why. I, I think I saw something. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of curious. And I wanted to take another look at it. And I ended up like getting well into second season like really quickly too and i kept on updating him and being like so i haven't watched the thing you gave me because i'm on like this episode I'm, of the in the fall,
0: season. I'm in the fall i'm in the fall elections so yeah
1: he's like what
0: yeah, made no sense to me but i was um, happy to hear it
1: yeah and i did really love the food stuff it really was so much fun and i love this Uh, Like one episode, uh, they're doing like this breakfast and he gets really far behind and then he just like whips it out. And I love that kind of stuff. Right. And what everyone, because they all have these different backgrounds to cooking, Mm -hmm. sort of what they bring to it, what surprises there are. I love all that.
0: Megumi, the little timid girl comes from some like seaside town. And at one point she like basically hangs up a fish and guts it off the uh, guts and cleans it while it's like hanging on the hook. And it's like, everybody's like, holy shit. And uh, you gave me the impression that maybe since you have removed yourself from full maybe. immersion in the world of Food Wars, yeah. all the things that bothered you maybe have have resurged.
1: So I watch, I, I every so often I get into like a uh, uh, YouTube hole or from Facebook leads me there sometimes, you yeah. know, when you go watch a Facebook video and then it gives you like 17 other videos to watch. That's
0: been me with Haikyuu this week. I'm just like watching like, like clips of like sukushima's block on somebody
1: so one person said like there was just it's like a, a um, meme slash clip and it's like this show will make you hungry um and it was food wars and i was watching it and i was like oh food wars because i had stopped some time mid second season because mm-hmm. i was like oh i can't with the jiggly boobs like i just can't anymore with the it's just so sexist and gross but then i was like oh food wars like Maybe I'll like start watching that again, I remember you guys, and then it would happen to be the clip where something gross happened at the end, and it was, that was like the first episode, no, it wasn't the first episode. it was like, um, I mentioned honey, it's the one where he like uses honey to tenderize the meat last minute, mm. and it just like is grossly running down her body, and it's just bleh. and I was like, or not, you'll be back, uh. We'll see. We'll see if I'll be back. There's so many other things I need to watch. You'll come back. I really wanted to watch them this weekend. Had a crazy weekend being, you know, deathly ill (laughs) on my deathbed. Um. Yeah. So. Well, we'll see.
0: You always come back. You always come back for Food Wars. Local item of note for Canadians. Uh, This happens a lot in other places. I don't know that I've ever really seen it from our major uh, theatrical service provider that being cineplex okay here in canada uh they're having a ghibli series
1: yes i saw that
0: it is running i don't know if i have the exact dates uh i mean check for local listings it look like, looks like it's going to be in like the first half of july but they will be showing totoro kiki's castle in the sky nausicaa spirited away and how's moving castle um so you can see all those on the big screen in japanese with subtitles it's a Rare opportunity to see it in like a theater theater. I mean, rep theaters, if you live in a city that has second-run art house theaters, that type of thing, you can probably see them often. I've seen them at the TIFF Lightbox Mm -hmm. on a handful of occasions, but I mean, for them to play everywhere, it's kind of a rare opportunity. So go out there and get some glorious Miyazaki in your life. I would probably recommend Nausicaa off of this list. I feel like it's an older one that a lot of people probably have slept on or haven't seen. Or if you've never seen Totoro, just love your life and go see Totoro.
1: Yeah, um, but also, uh, if you're like Jordan, you don't need to see anything on a big screen. So, oh, I'm not going. Oh, of course not, because <laughs> you don't need to. I've seen all
0: these movies. What do I? I own these movies. Why do I need to? Because it's a watch different experience.
1: You were a weird person. <laughs>
0: not that weird. It's pretty weird. Not that weird. Sidebar to this: uh yeah. there's, there's been a sequel to Kiki's of sorts. Has there? There's been like a it's like a tie-in with Cup Noodle <laughs> type of thing, and it's uh, Kiki and Jean. Is that his name? I think the dude. so. Uh, they're the blonde-haired like, kid. Yeah, yeah. And they're like teenagers, and it catches up with them, and they're they're like sixteen or seventeen oh, or whatever. That's nice. Um I haven't watched it yet, but it's a uh, you know it's a it's a commercial for Cup Noodle. They're not going <laughs> to it's not going to be that crazy, but
1: um, Japanese commercials can be amazing.
0: Yeah, as we know, yes, they can be. Um, uh,
1: also, yeah. you actually told me about this.
0: Did I? Yeah. I've since forgotten.
1: Uh, second season of Clever Man.
0: Yeah, I just saw that.
1: June 29th. Is it that soon? Yeah, that's. I think that's what it said.
0: Yeah, June 28th or
1: 29th. Um, super excited. It looks fantastic.
0: Didn't finish the first. Trailer spoiled <gasps> a few things for me, but... Didn't know Waru went full evil, but eh, oh well. It was telegraphed
1: telegraphed i'm very very excited about it um this is uh, also a, a series that we both did we both watch yeah we yeah both we watched both it. watched it um it was
0: in a uh, august watcharama last year
1: yes that, that's right it was in the august Watchorama, which we will do again this year yes um and the creator we tagged him and he tagged us back listen to our podcast Twitter. oh my god and said don't worry yeah um, so yeah, I'm I'm very excited. It looks really good. It looks like it's expanding the world a little bit, mm-hmm. and yeah, so excited.
0: It's June twenty ninth. Watch that again. Canada, don't really know. It's on Sundance in the states. If there's some equivalent to that in Canada, yeah,
1: we have IPNW. Give me one second. That
0: sounds weird.
1: Sorry, I I got that all wrong. It's APTN. Um which I know is is definitely in Ontario um, and it should be one of the channels you can just automatically get uh, if you've got cable. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be airing on there. I'm just saying that's the, that is an, uh, they have a lot of Aboriginal content. And I actually think that's where a um, scalped might mm. be airing as well. So, yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. I well, think that's,
1: that's, we're good.
0: Put a pin in it then. Yeah. All right.
1: It's not like you're sore and I'm getting a fever. It's not like that at all.
0: We give and we give to you people. (laughs) Uh, We're going to take a break. I'm going to get a cold cloth for Caitlin's head. And I'm going to get a can of club soda out of the fridge to apply to my shoulders. And uh, yeah, when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about the things we brought each other.
1: And try not to die. Yeah. Yeah. Goodbye. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. This is the part of the show where Jordan and I talk about the things we brought each other. But before we get into all that, we have rules. Yeah, we do. The first rule being the rule of three.
0: The rule of three.
1: Which is the rule that if something we give each other comes in episodes, epicycles, parts.
0: Installments. Installments. Of any sort.
1: Um, we will ask the person who's watching the thing to at least give it three of those. Yeah. Just so it could, you know, get its footing, become the thing it wants to become.
0: Now, for reasons that I'm sure we will talk about when we get to the thing I brought Caitlin, I did ask her to watch a couple more. Yes. Besides that. But we'll get to that in a moment. Generally, it is the rule of three.
1: Um, the second rule is hashtag save it for the pod.
0: Save it for the pod. But nobody. Nobody? Nobody, Caitlin, wants a stale take.
1: No. Not at all. It's
0: awful. You're like gnawing on it. It's like <clears throat> gets stuck in your teeth. Yeah. You want that pillowy, soft, fresh, warm take.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's what this rule provides to our listeners. It is the rule that we will not talk about the things we brought each other until we are in front of the microphone.
0: We do it because we care.
1: Yeah. The third rule is not really a rule. It's more just a policy is that there will be spoilers.
0: We going to spoil some shit. How much do you care about having a, you know, 15 year old anime spoiled or a however oh, much old
1: almost 15 year old 15 television year old show
0: british miniseries spoiled your mileage may vary but we don't get into it
1: i mean it matters for both so if you think you might want to watch either of these things yeah
0: they, they twisty turny
1: yeah so you you're going to want to leave now bye see ya thanks for dropping in
0: thanks for coming
1: um all right and i start yeah so this I came across because I was probably looking up what a British actor what else they had been in. I do this a lot. I think a lot of people do this. You know, you yeah. find a cast that you really like and some actors that you really think are brilliant and you want to know what else they've done. Um, because I definitely did not watch this in two thousand and three when, when it came <laughs> out. Um and it was made into an American uh movie. Yeah. Which is too bad because the, the series, I think, just should have gotten more play, but it was before things crossed the pond as easily, mm-hmm. just before that time. Um, the show was called State of Play. Um, it was, as I mentioned, a British TV series, and it was first broadcast um, on BBC One 2003. It is a political crime drama thriller, I think is mystery- type thing sure um it was written by paul abbott who is bafta award winning and he's done a bunch of british stuff it was directed by david yates who people may know from the last four harry potter films or the relatively new legend of tarzan and fantastic beasts and where to find them and the new fantastic beast movie which is going to come out in
0: whenever he is owned by J.K. Rowling yes. at this point point.
1: and he's done a whole bunch of british stuff as well um, the cast is fantastic. It's got David Morrissey, who I believe was came up in the he,
0: yeah. He was just here in Murder on the Orient Express. Just here,
1: uh, John Sim, who many Doctor Who fans would know as uh, the Master during sure. during Tenant's run. Uh, Kelly Macdonald, who a lot of people would know from Brave. Bill Nighy, who is just amazing. James McAvoy, Benedict Wong, who I love and just should be in more stuff. Um, and this is... A, the show was a very British format and that it was six episodes at an hour long each. I did warn Jordan <laughs> about this before I gave it to him. I'm like, how do you feel about watching three hours of
0: Solid hours.
1: Yeah. And the story itself... The series tells the story of a newspaper's investigation into the death of a political researcher and centers on the relationship between the leading journalist Cal McCaffrey, who's played by uh, John Sim, um, and his old friend Stephen Collins, played by David Morrissey, who is a member of Parliament and the murdered woman's employer. And a little bit more once you find get more into the series. Um, the series is primarily set in London and it 's really complicated to get into. I really can 't do an an episode by episode synopsis it 's like they find this information from here and that information from there and then there 's this other subplot about um, a kid who 's sort of been made to look like a drug dealer, but really he 's just a pickpocket and he dies, and that ties into it and it 's very much nothing is is standalone. There are all these different parts and pieces that are woven into it. So that's a very hard thing to do, but basically it centers around the themes are what it is to be the fifth estate, what it is to be um, a journalist, and sometimes it's who you can trust as well in the series. So without talking any more about that, Jordan, what did you think?
0: This thing is doing a lot.
1: Yeah, it is. It's going, it's (laughs) ping-ponging.
0: I think it was around the moment where... Collins is like in the third episode like having a tete a tete with his he's just found out that uh Cal is boinking his wife and like now so all of it's familial drama stuff is coming in and I was like, I don't know that we needed this I don't know that we needed this. Maybe it's all comes gets tied together at the end, but I was like these things are I understand you have a solid fifty nine minutes to play with, but you yeah, you're doing you're doing so much. Doing a lot. So much here. Um and again, I listen, I am slowly resolving myself to the reality that I am apparently just a buffoon. Because.
1: Could you not understand them?
0: Fucking. Really? Christ. Like,
1: you, I think you have some kind of problem. They,
0: I just have like a block when it comes to British accents. This contemporary British accents, non-theatrical British accents, because it literally sounds like when they're like discussing some detail or some plan of investigation. I was a of it. saying it right. It's a plane. It would be on the other plane, right?
1: No, wait. You should just use captions from now on.
0: <laughs> I can't. I was on a stream. I do most of the time. Um, slow burn. Maybe too slow. Just started getting interesting by like the third app. Maybe in violation of the Final Fantasy 13 rule.
1: Which, you gave me five episodes of a thing to watch, so... Oh,
0: and I'm going to freely admit that when we get there.
1: <laughs> um, I Because I thought by third episode, I was really intrigued about what was going on and how things were going to end up and who, what, where, when. <laughs> I just, I, I, find, I find political thrillers interesting and they, I don't know, they're, they're in that whole mystery thing that I like. Um, and I think British Parliament is really fascinating and their relationship. to It's very different than in the United States or Canada.
0: Like, I'm pretty certain that's going to play a part of it. Like, they spent a lot of time with him down dressing some woman ed- in, like, an energy hearing yeah. type of thing. So now, when, like, there's been nothing about his career for, like, two episodes, it's like, all right, there's...
1: Something's Especially now
0: that they're like trying to shut down the investigation and they, they killed the assassin instead yeah. of, you know, disabling him. Everybody knows something It's like, well, this is probably like the fucking oil industry or something like trying to destroy his career or that sort of thing. Yeah. Um but again, it's doing it's doing so much. That said, Kelly McDonald's voice is like a I didn't even know she was in this, but I heard her voice first and I was like, Oh my love. It's just like <laughs> it's like sweet music drifting into my ears, which made it kind of upsetting when she kind of turns in a hysteric later on i mean sure people are getting killed around her and whatnot she's just a journalist that's... but keep it together woman oh, seriously <laughs> and the bit with like the receptionist the the, the the loose-lipped receptionist who's always wandering around i was like that's i don't know if you needed her um it says this was 2003 yeah okay so yeah we were still using three and a half inch floppies in 2003 yes <laughs> when he pops out a floppy disk, I'm like,
1: "Oh my god!"
0: <laughs> when was this? Uh, was James McAvoy 11 when he made this?
1: Uh, probably.
0: <laughs> he looks so young. He is really young. <laughs> He's a baby. Um, yeah, it was just uh, a <laughs> the the slow burn will be the topic of this of this episode. But yeah, it was definitely it took to the third episode before I was like, "I am now marginally interested in what is what is happening here." But it's been two solid hours and forty five minutes before I am. Um is that cop such a jerk? Also love seeing the hound, by the way. I like seeing him show up in the, yep. first, the first episode. Um <laughs> like because he's like you know, clean shaven <laughs> and has a haircut. I'm like, is that that's the fucking hound. Um I know um, did- uh, you keep keep lot points crushed under Wubba. <laughs>
1: um what did you think about the cast?
0: Uh I'm I'm used to quality casts in british miniseries like i've heard once that it's like a really a much smaller industry in in the uk so Mm -hmm. and there's no like television doesn't have a stigma in the uk like it does here like we are just we are just getting to a point where like you know what passes for movie stars even though the argument we have all the time is that there there aren't really any movie stars left um they come back to TV now. This is how you get, you know, the McConaughey and Harrelson on True Detective for a season or Yeah. You get what once would have been considered traditional movie stars turning up in T V because they're changing their models and being more, frankly, British about it, you know? You don't have to sign on for seven seasons no. to guarantee we get to syndication. We're gonna you know, you sign up for one. And we'll talk about it again you know next time i definitely or if you can't do it next year if you can do if you can't do it in 2014 but you can do it in 2016 well we'll come back in 2016 and we'll do it then yeah um, type of thing they're much more accommodating like that and the british model has kind of always been like this and this is why you have like so yeah maybe james mcavoy was a you know nobody actor at this point but it's i wouldn't be absurd for him to show up in something you know next year yeah, it's just the script was which, good. And which wanted do, to do like it.
1: Um, uh, the night manager with the guy who plays Loki. What's oh yeah, name? yeah, Tom Hiddleston, yeah, and Hiddleston. Hugh Laurie, and all these people. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You see this much more in English productions, and so I'm kind of I'm kind of used to it. Like I'm, I, I expect, I'm not surprised when like a, a highfalutin actor shows up. So
1: a, then, then let me put it this way: How did you think they did? Acting
0: wise, uh, I mean, they did fine. I, yeah, I liked most of the actors. Like I said, Kelly McDonald getting a little hysterical. I was like, mm, does, I feel does like the this woman is, have to be like.
1: I feel like this conversation is very much like the hour when I gave you the hour. <laughs> like it's the wubba wubba, the like it. Oh, it was a slow burn. Oh, I watched and, the
0: and I watched the hour. with subtitles. Um
1: <laughs> It took a long time to get where it was going. That kind of thing. Did which I, fin- I don't. Did
0: I finish no. the? Hour? I did finish the hour. I think the first season. Um, see, I
1: don't mind slow burn. I actually like it. It's a slow incline as opposed to oh, the oh, night we'll, of. We'll
0: see if you like slow burn. We <laughs> get to mine. Well, but, well yeah. Um, I like. Uh, did, did I like the Bill? <laughs> did I like the Bill Nye character who plays the editor? I don't know if I liked him or not. Um, you don't have to necessarily. I didn't. Like you, them. You, you know, there are characters in English series that like can enrage me nobody in this like enraged me oh that's good there's no what was his face the the wish you know the ben wishaw character in the hour where i was like yes you are in everything this character <laughs> is in everything and i just want to slap you why does anybody put up with you throw you down the stairs the cal character was uh, i guess maybe borderline that since yeah that he fucks his friend's wife i guess yeah. that's there's a no it, sh- that's a shitty thing to do but he's not like they're very hum- insufferable they're
1: very human characters
0: yeah um Nobody is like, yeah, nobody's insufferable here, except for maybe that cop, like the acne scarred cop who yeah. takes over later on. It's like, you're being real extra for he, reasons I don't understand. That actor,
1: I can't remember his name, but he shows up in everything British. <laughs> Just in, even in the background. You're like, hey, it's that guy. He's in everything.
0: <laughs> is he an asshole in everything?
1: He's an asshole in a lot of things. <laughs> he's got <him> in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Casting directors, no, he's got the asshole face. Um, there's three more this? I honestly this.
1: can't remember. See, I'm. You know, I'm notorious for skipping stuff. (laughs) There is a chance I may have skipped some of the like, um, because I really do love, like I love political um, thrillers and dramas and stuff. And I say this a lot. I feel a lot of the times there doesn't need to be any romance. Mm. I don't need a story with romance for it to be engaging. I don't really care. Unless it's a romance or a romantic comedy, then it's kind of needs to be there. Example, Devil Wears Prada didn't need any kind of (laughs) romance um there's lots of them this may be something where i just like skipped because i also get uncomfortable with people making love on screen it makes me (laughs) super uncomfortable so i'll just skip it i actually had to stop watching uh true blood because i was like no (laughs) another
0: (laughs) episode how did you watch any of true blood
1: (laughs) I skipped a lot.
0: That's all, that's all they do on that show.
1: Um, I sometimes used to leave the room and then that senior correspondent tell me when it was <laughs> they, done.
0: They done fucking. You can come back now. <laughs> Basically. Um, and I mean, let's say as as someone with a history in journalism, and I'm using the term very loosely, I do enjoy stories like that. I feel this wasn't quite journalisty enough. Like it was, but it wasn't. Or maybe it's just they do. Maybe they just do things different over there. Like
1: I think I feel like the the second half of the series gets more journalistic, more journalistic.
0: Because like I like journalistic stuff, like you know, spotlight. Like right, I I love people sitting around a (laughs) boardroom talking, (laughs) talking about about stuff. Like my probably my favorite part in this was when okay, so I'm trying to remember. So basically, what happens is the pickpocket kid steals his whole scam is he'll steal bags and then like his scam is to like then call who or contact whoever he stole it from and like basically hold it for ransom. Yeah. Um, cause it's a more lucrative scam than just like, you know, selling somebody's phone or, or the money in the bag type of thing. And he ends up stealing this, uh, silver briefcase. That's basically got like, you know, a gun. It's a, it's a pitman contract type of thing. Um, and it's got photos of the woman who's killed and Stephen Collins, mistress and Stephen Collins and a gun. And the kid calls, what's her name? Sheila, Sheila, something. Uh, I can't remember. Whatever. Call Sheila, um, call Sheila to be like, yo, this is not good. Like I stole this thing. I think somebody's going to kill you. Like you should do whatever. Um, and then she gets like pushed in front of a train, like 20 minutes later type of thing. Yeah. Cal gets his hands on this briefcase and it's when he brings it to the office and there's like a 15 minute thing of like, they bring the lawyer in and they're discussing like, what do we do with this? Do we have to turn it to the police? Is this evidence? Are we obstructing justice? If we hold on to it type of thing, mm-hmm. that was the most interesting part of the whole series for me. Right. Those moments were few and far between. Um, if they ever happened again, now that I think about it, that was, I could have done with more of that, that moment. I was like, this is really interesting. I am enjoying this. And now it's like, and then it was like, Oh, the governor is being brought in for, sorry, the governor being David Morrissey. Yes. <laughs> Is bringing brought into the cop shop to be, you know, threatened and talk about what day she started. You, who wanted to go public with the affair, you know? It's like, oh, he's being implicated in the murder, but he obviously didn't kill her. So, but we have to do this because that's what we do in mystery crime shows. You know, we have to f- chase down the leads that I, as a viewer, mm-hmm. have the benefit of knowing there's nothing here. But I guess you, as the cop in the show, don't know that yet. And you have to go. And
1: we will also speak about that <laughs> in the next thing we talk about.
0: Um... So, yeah, I mean, it's ultimately it's probably like a seven. Okay. 6.5 seems unfair. Okay. Um, Yeah, probably like a seven. Curious enough that at this point, I just want to see if I'm right regarding, you know, why this woman was killed or what have you. Um, There's also sidebars about like, you know, Cal keeps. Why is the why is the pickpockets family keep showing up like to complain about like. They're calling him a drug addict. Well, it's, it's Britain in the early aughts, and he's black. It's just it's, it's what they're going to do. It's true. And um, maybe you're trying to make a social justice statement, screenwriter, but wasting my time. This thing's a solid hour. <laughs>
1: you're like, there are things to do <laughs> you're be in this, this hour. Filling this time with other
0: things. Um, yeah, I give it give it like a seven.
1: Okay, that's better than I thought you were going to give it. Have
0: you seen the movie?
1: Uh, I am not the, seen movie the movie. Movie.
0: I haven't either. I was just wondering if you had any. Insight into I think, what they did with that. It's like Ben Affleck and Russell Crowe and people like yeah, that. If right? I
1: had a, a lot of time on my hands, <laughs> um, then I might rewatch the series and then watch the movie and be like, compare and contrast. What can? What did they do to condense six full hours? Mm. Um, what did they take out? How did, what characters did they have or have not? Is Rachel McAdams in that or I'm just thinking of her in Spotlight? It might have been her in Spotlight.
0: (laughs) You might be thinking of her in Spotlight.
1: That or she really likes doing um, journalistic political thrillers. Um, Okay, so that was better than I thought. And now on to the thing you brought me.
0: Moving on. Full disclosure. I kind of brought this to Caitlin. Sight unseen. What? This was kind of a thing that I had knew enough about. And knew its reputation. And kind of was like. This is something I know I'm going to get to at one point. And I'd watched a couple episodes previously. Right. But I have not seen the whole thing.
1: Oh, I see. And okay. I do.
0: Sometimes, you know, we talk about things and the other person has seen all of it. Yeah. And can, you know, answer questions or offer insight into concerns the other person has. Can't do that on this one. Okay. Don't know. Kind of going off a of reputation off of this one a little bit. Right. Because um, this is widely held up as one of the best anime slash manga in recent memory from a manga artist and writer who holds that crown as well. This is what is called, I believe both in the anime and the manga as Naoki Urasawa's Monster. Monster.
1: Monster.
0: Um, so I brought this to you based kind of on our discussion about recreators. Okay. So you watch recreators and you were like, I might need to watch more, an- I need to start watching more anime. Yeah. Like, You've watched a lot of anime for yeah. this show mm-hmm. over the year.
1: And I've seen, like, I watched a lot before that as well.
0: But I think a lot of genre anime or yes. a lot of specific type of genre, whether yeah. it was outright shounen or kind of fantasy or something kind of magical. Yes. Um, for better or worse, from a pacing perspective, a Monster is its own thing completely. Mm-hmm. It's doing something completely different than anything I have given you before. It is basically, I don't know that I would call it a medical psychological drama, but it is definitely a psychological suspense. There's no dragons. There's no magic in here. There's no robots. It's basically a sort of, I think ultimately it becomes a cat and mouse thing. Um, Is the story, it's set in 1980s and 1990s Germany. Yep. Does that weird thing where like the writing is all in German, but everybody speaks Japanese. Yeah. Which I guess isn't that odd than when you watch an American movie set in Germany and everybody speaks English with German accents. Mm I suppose it's the same thing. Um, Like I said, this is based on a manga, which ran from 1994 to 2001 by Naoki Urasawa, who was held up as one of the better mangakas of his generation. He did monster. He did um, a sort of adaptation of Astro boy called Pluto, which I've heard is getting an anime adaptation next year, perhaps, which I'm actually kind of excited for. Another book called Twentieth Century Boys. And in two thousand and one when the anime came out. The anime came out in two thousand four. It ran from April to September 2005 74 episodes. That's a big one.
1: That is, a is lot which is
0: why which is why I have no answers for you because I'm only about six in. And uh yeah, set in Germany, follows Doctor Tenma. Good old Doctor Tenma.
1: Wasn't there a Z in there?
0: Hmm? No?
1: Okay. Tenma.
0: <laughs> Doctor Tenma. He is a star surgeon at the Eisler Memorial Hospital in Dusseldorf. He's a brain surgeon. but As we see in the first episode, it's kind of not crazy about the politics involved in hospital work. Yes. Um, I believe. So I saw the first episode a while ago, but did not include that in my rewatch. The whole thing is like in the first half, he's like basically told. Right. There's like a farmer and a politician who come in yeah but the farmer comes in first and he gets pulled off you
1: don't know that initially right Mm. initially he's just doing this brain surgery Ah. and does a great job and everyone's like yay and then you see this this mother and her child who are crying it's only till later when she confronts him and says why didn't you operate on my husband first he was in first we came in
0: first but you know you Operated on this politician and saved him, and even he was he came like, in later. And
1: you get these flashbacks of him being told to go operate on this. No, it was a uh, a singer, an opera singer, mm. being told to go play on this opera uh, play.
0: <laughs> go <laughs> go play in the head of this opera. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, do surgery on this. He's been instructed by the chief of the or what's the who's director the director of the hospital. Um, but yeah, sorry, continue.
0: Um. And this really weighs on him so much so that when a similar situation arises later in the episode, where a young boy and the mayor of the town, Dusseldorf.
1: Was that the same episode? Yes. Oh, geez. All in the first
0: step, uh, are brought in. The child twins are brought in. Mm-hmm. Um, their family has been murdered. The parents have been murdered. The mm-hmm. boy has a bullet in his head and he is brought in first and the mayor has suffered some sort of embolism at the same time. And he is brought in and remembering his conversation with the old woman earlier, Dr. Tenma's like, no, I'm standing up on principle. I'm going to go save that boy. You guys will be fine. Go save the mayor. They do not save the mayor. The mayor dies. The boy lives. And Dr. Tenma is uh, quickly fired. Not fired. He's demoted. He's
1: demoted. He's his,
0: his status loving fiance dumps his ass.
1: Who is the daughter of the uh, director of the hospital.
0: Yes. Basically, they're like, we're not going to fire you, but you know, you're know, you never going to get to do any research. You're just going to be a surgeon like any... Yeah. Because any, they're very concerned about the prestige of the hospital and the more prestigious people they can save, the more they get their names out in the cameras type of thing, the more the publicity more, they get for the hospital. And the more
1: money. Which
0: means the more money they get. So I'd never really seen anything like that touched upon in anime or anything, frankly. And then, so... As Dr. Tenma decides that, you know what? I'm cool with this. This is fine. This is what I came to be a doctor for. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, you know, I'm here to save people's lives. That's what I came here for.
1: Well, he actually, he decides he's going to go back to Japan.
0: Yes, but he's, he's begged to stay by a patient. Yes. Who, who means a lot to him. This is where de- Dr. Tenma decides he's going to stay. And then a bunch of people die.
1: Yeah. So the new chief of, op- of, uh, operating or what is it called surgery. surgery That's yes. the one. Um, some other guy who was awful and then the director of the hospital all die mysteriously. Well
0: because the uh, the story of the twins kind of becomes a media thing. Yes. And they quietly shove Doctor Tenma aside and yeah. take over that case and they want to like get a photo of the twins together but there's something going on with the twins. It's kinda of weird. <laughs> the sister's kinda of has some sort of PTSD and the brother never speaks type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then all those people die, and Dr. Tema gets promoted again, and his life is awesome, and yeah. then we jump nine years later, and people keep dying. Yeah. Now, I gave this to Caitlin, not realizing until I was like the third episode in, going like, holy shit, this thing is slow. Yeah. <laughs> this is a slow-ass burn, and I said to Caitlin. You being a mystery person, you will probably be like, well, yeah, it's this mm-hmm. within 15 minutes. Yep. But I made her watch, like, I made her watch till the show tilted its hand mm-hmm. for what's actually happening, which is that uh, the kid he saved is a psycho. Yep. And a serial murder. Yep. And we don't know why he murders people or what he wants or what is all going on there. Yep. That will be the story going forward. Uh, the name he has for him, which is Johann Liebert. It's not his name. He's used a bunch of names on a bunch of foster families yep. throughout his life, and has killed all of them. Yep. And is uh, now tracking down his sister, whose name is now Nina. She lives a wonderful life. She has no idea. She has completely blocked out everything of her life. She has beforehand. some nightmares. Um, Doctor Tenma is, of course, also being investigated. Of course. Because people keep dying around him, and his story sounds whack. Um, I did like that character. The inspector was was what? interesting.
1: Anyways, okay, well, do you want me to start? Go go in. So slow. The characters were ridiculously horrible people. Like, like... Batman animated series horrible people, right? Like beyond rational, terrible people. Like at one point his girlfriend who is the director's daughter says that, you know, people aren't equal and it's just like the worst. Why was he even with her anyway? She, there were no redeeming qualities whatsoever. (laughs) Um, and like the, the director of the hospital was like a villain from some kind of wacky eighties cartoon. I could have seen him in, like, Cops or something. Like, it was ridiculous. And, like, it just gave German people in general, like, (laughs) German doctors, like, a bad rap.
0: Do not go to the hospital in Germany.
1: Um, Because none of them were, like, nearly as competent as Dr. Tenma. So that was bad. I didn't like the animation style at all. I found It's older. Yeah. And uh, what was frustrating is, so the the intro kind of had a rad song to it and, like, all these clips... (laughs) But I couldn't figure out who the character was in the intro because it's obviously now that I, now I know a much older disheveled version <laughs>
0: much more, ha- more haggard Dr. Tenma Dr. Tenma
1: the other th- things were when it skips I think it's the third episode it skips: I had
0: to run that back I didn't even realize it happened
1: um they had, there's no like nine years later. There
0: is. They put the subtitle on the top Ugh. instead of the bottom. Cause, Cause I, I had like, to run that back.
1: What is going on? All I heard was some guy say, oh, when the Berlin wall came down, however many years ago. And I was like, Berlin wall came down in 1989. It was 1986. Like a minute ago. What are you talking about? Uh, it took me a long time. And then they don't change Dr. Tenma at all. He looks the exact same. There's no like gray hair. He gets a haircut barely he's also not with anybody and even going back like the inspector was ridiculous oh come on
0: Ah, the twitching thing was cool
1: The, the twitching thing is fine the like whole that whole typing thing he's like taking down information that's kind of a neat but he's such a like uh trope of a detective where he like doesn't believe dr tenma and like there's no evidence but I know he's guilty thing which is just stupid which is like exactly what you said with state of play right (laughs) like come on I hate that trope of like um weird things happen around you but you get hauled in and everyone thinks you're guilty and I know what like he's gonna end up in jail at some point and they're gonna you know the psychopath's gonna set him up as the killer like it just I hate that trope so much the
0: psychopath loves him
1: well yeah but because of the actions of the psychopath it's gonna totally get him into jail at some point I you know the uh, um, uh, investigator already thinks like he's super guilty um, but what' did you think of the that, art style I, I didn't like it I, nope. I mentioned I didn't like the well, art
0: animation and art style are two different things
1: I, I didn't like it at all I thought it was really bleak um,
0: it's yeah it's not a happy looking anime, but even just his character, the character designs, you know, this is not a big eye, small mouth type um, of anime. Which is
1: fine. I just, I didn't, I don't know. It was okay. It just, there is an underlying um, style of horror, which I thought was really interesting. So specifically the, the sister who's sort of in shock, she's got like these giant eyes, mm. um, which has an underline of like horror, which I liked. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I I did like weirdly just story-wise that he you know the the girlfriend coming comes back running to him saying you know sorry i dumped your ass and he's like fuck you he did he just leaves Bye. um like that i didn't like that he still wasn't with anyone nine years later i thought that was kind of silly
0: not really interested they keep trying to his his skeevy colleague keeps trying to set him up with people
1: yeah then there are no other like character redeeming characters and like and like again all the doctors are morons um the you know the investigators aren't great they and they and everyone keeps on trying to do like horrible things like with where they take you know dr tenma has said like the 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 sister and brother shouldn't see each other yet. You know, there's, it's Mm. too, and everyone's like, no, it's fine. We'll just force these children together for a photo. That's (laughs) ridiculous. That is just ridiculous. That is a ridiculous plot point. Um, but the twist, the twist is interesting. And uh, though, I mean, you could see something coming, obviously. Mm. Um, initially when you get the first, you know, the two parents are murdered and, um, the son has a bullet in his head and the daughter's just sort of standing there just like, ah. um, I was like, did she kill everyone? Cause that's what initially I thought. I was like, it's one of the kids. And then when he survived and the thing with the candy, I was like, well, he was the only other one who had access to the candy. <laughs> so it's probably him. He's saying thank you by like poisoning everything. Yes,
0: I'm assuming the daughter was, the sister was freaked out because she shot him in the head to stop him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. But then also like, where was the gun? Like, there's just so many questions I've had from a mystery perspective. (laughs) Um, and then the fact that he's, why is he a psychopath? Like that is really interesting. Mm. I think, um, I would like to know that. So it took a really long time, too long, I think, to get to, um, a place where I was like, "Why is this happening? And why is this happening? And this is interesting." Once it's there and it's set up, and he's like, "I can't kill you. You saved me," and then he just you know slits everyone's throat. Um, you know, I have questions about you know why is that? Why is he, why is he trying to find his sister? What's going to happen there? There are those kinds of questions. Um, it's very like criminal minds, kind of where you know who the bad guy is, but you see kind of things from their perspective and you're interested in that but
0: so since i haven't seen it i'm just putting everything on blast right here okay according to wikipedia tenma eventually learns the origins of this monster from the former east germany's attempt to use a secret orphanage known as 511 kinderheim to create perfect soldiers through psychological reprogramming to the author of children's books used in eugenics experiment in the czech republic tenma learns the scope of the atrocities committed by this monster and vows to fix the mistake he made by saving Johann's life
1: Okay, well, now we know.
0: And that sounds dope. And if this was 26 episodes, yeah, probably be really dope.
1: And if, like, Tenma had any kind of support system, <laughs> I might be, like, interested. You can't. He's
0: a man alone, Caitlin.
1: But, like, how is one, you know, brain surgeon, chief of surgery, gonna compete with the Black Widow program, right? Like... <laughs> I I don't know how that's going to go. Um, so that's kind of interesting but I didn't find the art style or character design or you know anime style to be interesting. I thought it actually made me sleepy. Um, and I was like Ugh. and then I kept on thinking he was going to turn into the monster because he kept on like getting sleep. I thought it was going to be one of those things where like he was so tired because in his sleep he was like murdering people or something (laughs) and it was like a dr jekyll mr hyde type thing Mm -hmm. and also i have to say that like initial um the way they do monster and there's like a sword i was like is this gonna be cool and it would be like demons (laughs) with swords and stuff but it was not that so that is that title (laughs) sequence is very misleading
0: (laughs) also shouts to the like ending theme on this
1: yeah I don't it's know super who hell, creepy. Who the hell
0: does it? It's in English. I don't yeah. I remember looking up who uh, it was.
1: It's super creepy and, and it's slow. got like a
0: like a <laughs> some sort of German children's <laughs> book villain like yeah. flickering image of that. With some like I described it as like when I used to work at the gas station I used to work at the gas station in, back in Amherstburg, Sunday nights ninety six point three out of Detroit I used to play this show called Big Sonic Heaven.
1: Yeah.
0: And it was uh, like one half of it. Of their programming would be like, you know, trip hop and portishead and stuff, and like, or like doves, and I'd listen to it for that. But then the other vibe was like 80s cocteau twins type <laughs> stuff, and this is that music. So oh, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's just like, you know, synth or something. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's you know, being recorded in a diving bell type of thing. Huh. Um, so that was, <laughs> or when that started, I was like, huh, that was an interesting yeah. call. Well, yeah. I knew it was slow. <laughs>
1: That's why you had me watch five episodes. When I
0: gave it to, when I gave it to you. But
1: like it's so slow in the, that you you watch it and you're like where is this going? Like is this going to be some kind of hospital political drama like Grey's Anatomy but intense or is this going to turn into something else which it does. Um but it was very very strange but
0: yeah you make a valid point what is it was a brain surgeon going to do against the black widow program <laughs> yeah um, with
1: no no friends no support program I, no. I
0: don't know that i have it in me to spend 74 episodes finding out that is the maybe the longest haul on it on an anime i will have ever done yeah I think, no maybe i'll watch maybe i watch more ronnie kenshin at one point but like yeah i tend to tap out at like 36 50 that might be
1: that's too long. If you, might,
0: if you if you need more than that, we got a we got a problem.
1: I th- I mean I watched a lot of Batman the animated series, but I think that's If,
0: if it wasn't serialized, you didn't have to watch it all in order. No. Like, oh,
1: I just Came home from school. And one
0: was on and you watched it. Yes, yeah, so it wasn't like, I missed two days and I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it might not be a problem with Monster because probably only like, you know, he opens a letter. That's probably the only thing that happens in <laughs> <laughs> two episodes of Monster.
1: It's true. Uh, so as far as scores go, I'm going to give it like a six.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Like, pat- I thought you were going to fail it out, right? so I'll take it. I, I
1: don't know. Like, I could see how people who watch anime, who like mysteries would enjoy it and who like psychological thrillers would enjoy it. But eh, it's just not my
0: thing. And also bringing it up because it's, a, it's an anime that's not capital A anime. It's true. There's no, there's no boobs. There's no jiggling. There's none of that. There's no s- spells or fireballs or Though if robots. you're German
1: and you're sensitive, <laughs> do not watch this. <laughs> this may
0: trigger you if, you, if, you're, if you're German. Um, that is Nowhere. You are hitting the high seas if you want to watch that one, friends. It's oh, not, uh, yeah. It's not licensed anywhere. Sorry, we're bad people. We're bad people. (laughs) It's a critical discussion. We did it. Um, And yeah, State of Play is from the BBC, so maybe somewhere on one of their iPlayers or whatnot. You can get to that, and I'm sure you can... uh, Actually, no, I think uh, Monsters also might be available for buy or rent on iTunes. Um, You call that iTunes. That's still called iTunes.
1: That's still called iTunes, yes.
0: And you can probably buy or rent State of Play through the same fashion. Updates. You were sick. You probably don't have any updates.
1: I have nothing. You have nothing. Nothing.
0: Guess what I did yesterday.
1: What? Watched all of Glow. Really?
0: All of it. You know why I watched all of it? Why? Smooth 30 minute episodes.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: 10 of them. That's good. 10 30 minute episodes. Bless your hearts, producers. And was it good? It's not perfect. Right. uh, But I greatly enjoyed it. Listen, you can read into, uh, you can read my enjoyment into this as much as you want. Yeah. I a little surprised when Alison Brie took her top off in the first six minutes.
1: Oh, that's...
0: You can draw your own conclusions as to what Jordan okay. might have thought of that. Okay. Um, and it's weird to say about a show that's, you know, created and driven by women, but Mark Maron's really great in <laughs> it. Who? Sorry? Mark Maron, the podcaster. Oh, okay. Comedian slash podcaster, host of WTF. He plays the, uh, basically the story uh, somewhat parallels the story. It doesn't really have... Much re- I watched. I rewatched the kind of terrible documentary mm-hmm. uh, yesterday too, to try and see like how much they lifted. Um, aside from the fact that like there was a show called Glow,
1: yeah, <laughs> not re- much.
0: That's really the only thing they lifted, and the fact that they were basically hiring actresses who didn't know how to wrestle, type of thing. Right. Um, basically, there's a kid's a rich kid. I think his name's Bash. He like that's just what they call him. He's always wanted to put put a wrestling show on. But, so he's like the money, and then he brings in this like B movie director, um, I think his name's Sam, to run it, write it, type of thing. And Mark Maron plays the Sam character. He's basically playing himself or a version of the Mark Maron character, right? The kind of addict, self destructive type of thing that he's been playing the entire time. But yeah, he's really good. He kind of steals every scene he's in. Everyone else does really well. It's basically just like you know, you like a crew of misfits finding, some, finding something to believe in. Cool. Do you like that? Yeah, of course you, I do. You'll like glow then. Great. Um, and just varying takes on like, you know, how to be a woman, especially in the 80s type of thing. The, right. the Allison Breeze kind of nemesis, they start off as friends and then something happens and then they're not friends. Um, she's basically like a, she was a soap actress right. and just kind of like left when she got pregnant and then she's like leaving her husband and she kind of gets involved with this because then they want her because she's a star type of thing and you know developing her her own changing attitudes towards what this thing is it's like oh you mean i can actually do something other than like you know nod at my husband both in real life and on the soap opera i was acting on like right. the bit from the trailer kind of sums it up where allison bree's character ruth is like it opens the first scene is her giving this like you know big dramatic monologue yeah and then it's like cool you were reading the man's part yeah and it's like did you want to go again oh yeah sure and she reads the woman's part and it's like your wife is online too should i take a message yeah that's that's what it was and you know it doesn't shy away from the fact that they were basically just you know it was 1980s wrestling they were really just dealing with the the widest of tropes you're brown you're a terrorist super tropey we're gonna gonna put a towel on your head and you're gonna run out and go and and when ruth finally figures out that and this was what was interesting, because we talk about the the unlikable protagonist. Yeah. And how that there are definite. You know, so this is also comes to us from Genji Cohen, I believe her name is. She's the showrunner on Orange is the New Black. She's a producer here. Um, and Allison Brie's Ruth character definitely has tinges of the, the Piper character on Orange is the New Black. Right. Where it's like, she doesn't understand why everybody hates her all, all the time. Uh. Type thing. Well, it's like, well, it's because you're kind of awful. Ruth ends up kind of leaning into that when she, you know, what what is wrestling? It's baby faces and heels, right? When she realizes yeah. that, like, oh, no, I'm just meant to be a heel. Yeah. And I'm better at that. And when she discovers that, like, you know, it's in 1986 or whatever, so playing a Russian villain is much better for her than trying to be, like, you know, a farmer's daughter type. Right. All-American. And when she leans into that, her own despicability a little bit. You know, you don't see the women doing that type of thing. Right. You don't see women doing a lot of things that you see them doing in this show. So, I mean, for that reason, it's kind of dope. And like I said, you will get in the door with me for A, 10 episodes instead of the usual 13, which is Netflix's (laughs) usual jam. And 30 minutes.
1: That's a a good, that was
0: amazing.
1: I think that's one of the things that honestly made community so popular.
0: (laughs) Being 25 minutes. Yeah. I mean, check that out. It's sitting there. It don't worry if you're like, I don't, I don't like wrestling. I don't care about wrestling. The wrestling it's not really is really—it's re- not really about wrestling. Um, although there will be bits where, like the, I, you know, me being a wrestling fan, I enjoy when I see wrestlers. You know who plays the trainer early on? Who Johnny Mundo? Really, your favorite from Lucha Underground? Oh
1: my god, that's amazing! <laughs> he
0: shows up as a trainer for for a couple seconds, and uh, I believe I believe Carlito and uh, Brodus Clay, two former uh, <laughs> two former WWE wrestlers. Show up as um you know it was like a big Samoan girl who's obviously supposed to be like the 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 marquee star of the actual glow was this woman named Mount Fiji, and this is clearly meant to be they call her Machu Picchu, right. she's clearly meant to be the Mount Fiji character, and she comes from a wrestling family, and yeah, these dudes play her brothers, but it was fun, and like I said, you like misfits you like to watch misfits coming together for a common goal, who doesn't who doesn't love that who
1: doesn't just like our show
0: <laughs> two misfits coming together. For common goal. So yeah, that's all that's basically all I watched. Um, is that all I watched? Yeah, that's all I watched. And too many episodes of Monsters, so I wouldn't know what to talk about.
1: And uh I finished art class. I forgot.
0: Oh, your first term of art class is done. Yeah. How'd you do? I don't know yet. You don't know yet?
1: But apparently she's always given me really good positive feedback.
0: Is it a pass fail or is it a grade?
1: I think it's a pass fail. I'm not sure. Uh I just was doing it for fun. So Will you be
0: taking Art 2 in the fall or um, the summer?
1: No, I'm going to be taking it in the winter. The winter? I'm taking a break um, <laughs> because there are some other things I need to, ta- I need to do. And I'm, I have this problem where I take way too much on and then freak <laughs> out. <laughs> like, why am I done this? Um, so I'm going to take a break for a bit and hone the skills I've already learned so that I could be a, m- master Ma- a master painter drawer. A master painter? master painter
0: master painter well on that note i think we will take our leave here uh before we do should done this at the top kira we love you we do love you so much kira uh she wrote us again friends this is our this is our fan from australia who submitted our first ever piece of geek down fan art yeah so step up canadians
1: (laughs) australians have you beat
0: australia making you look bad So, yeah, we will take our leave. Uh, We didn't even mention the socials, but if you would like to send us fan art or comments or queries or anything of that sort, you can do it on Twitter at GeekDownPod. You can email us, geekdownpod at gmail.com or at our Facebook group, which is at
1: www.facebook.com
0: forward slash
1: geekdownpod.
0: That is where we tend, well, Caitlin especially, tends to hang out the most.
1: It's true. Sometimes I'm, okay, Full disclosure: Maybe I possibly have a Twitter, but (laughs) nobody knows about it, and I don't do anything on it. Um, And so I will get all these notifications that Down Pod is saying stuff, and I'm like, "What are we talking about today?" (laughs) (laughs) And it's not me, (laughs) not me at all. I
0: I think at this point, people can tell when it's yeah, because there are no exclamation points or speaking on your behalf. and yeah, if you would like to support us financially, uh, we would always appreciate that. Even always. if it's as little as $1 a month, you can find out more about that on our Patreon, patreon.com slash geekdownpod. Tons of information. Uh, sorry about the delay on the Geekdown playlist this week, friends, but I mean, I was working a lot and it was a crazy week and you got it in time for your weekend, so...
1: That's really what uh, all that matters.
0: As long as you have it for your weekend.
1: Also, this week, I'm doing the playlist.
0: And... Ooh, friend. She says she says it's her summer of hair metal. So
1: I've I've never really been into hair metal, but we have. Um, How did this happen? We have uh, the free uh, radio on in our in our newish car. Oh, like
0: the, yeah, the six months of Sirius. Or yeah,
1: whatever. Um, and they have a whole bunch of hair metal channels. Yeah, they do. And there are a lot of songs about space, Jeez and um, I'm really excited about this. And I've found this kind of love for for hair metal it's it's been interesting oh my it's god been interesting so the playlist this will, the look final, out. this will be the
0: final countdown 10 times
1: oh my god yes that's one of the songs on the playlist
0: you are not you're not putting the final countdown by europe <laughs> oh, on the playlist
1: oh i am oh
0: my god i am oh god help me
1: what, what so is, good what does
0: this empire become <laughs> this is when we start to fall
1: oh so good well.
0: well, look forward to that for next week. I know I will be. Uh, until then, friends. My name is Jordan Ferguson.
1: My name is Caitlin McKinnon.
0: The theme song is by Rob Gasser, and we will be back with you next week for another fantastic Aqua Up episode of the Geek Down Podcast. See you then. No, you're not coming in at all. Am I coming in now that I've turned the microphone on? That would probably help.